PlayStation 5, that's a solid fucking cop. That's tight. Yeah, I uh, I, <laughs> I was an idiot, though, and I bought it from a scalper. So uh, so you paid too much for it. Yeah, I spent like 700 which was... Oh, it's not that bad. Not as bad. No, because yeah. the scalpers, they're, they're doing like... They were getting like 1500 for those yeah. for well, like a minute. Yeah. What I did was I found... I'm going to make sure my phone's on silent. Uh, what I did was I put it on... Uh, Offer or I checked on offer up, I think it was. Okay. So I was like, I was making sh- I did that because I wanted to see if I could get it locally. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think the concept is is that most people, I think, when you have like that kind of like laziness, most people are more willing to settle if they don't have to like ship it out or. Oh, okay, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So I got it from someone who was like, at the time I was living off of like 21st and Burnside. Okay. So, like, not too far from downtown, and uh, I found someone who was, like, a mile away selling one for, like, 700 Oh, so. then, yeah. But that's, that's what? Because they're, like, 600 not from a scalper? They're 500 500 Okay. Well, either still, way. That's... Still at a point where, like, they were impossible. You had to, yeah. like, just have really good luck. Like, I knew a couple people who got sure. them. Like, now they're you can find them in stores every once in a while. Yeah. Well, it seems like it came up anyways. That's a good deal. Yeah, and it, honestly, it was still pretty much quarantine at that time. Uh-huh. Like, it, things were opening up a little bit, but it was still fairly quarantined. Sure. Oh, yeah, dude. So, it gave me a lot of entertainment. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Good. Good. I would recommend maybe getting it a little closer, or maybe even a like... A little closer. Yeah. Okay. You can even move the chair a little bit this way so it's move comfortable. So, closer. Oh, there and there you go. Like that. Perfect. That's, yeah, that's dude. perfect. You give me a minute, I'll figure stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, and then you might have to hear. All right, sound good? Sounds great. Good. Yeah, because uh, I uh, I had the first episode I got these, I was still fucking around with them and trying to figure out something. And for the first 13 minutes, I had... Uh, do you know who uh, Liam Riddell is from Salem? No. Okay, he's kind of a newer comic, but he's, uh, he's really funny. He's been cool. going... Um, and he, uh, for the first 13 minutes, he was like, basically, I didn't realize the mic was in the wrong spot, basically. Okay. So he was, <laughs> he was mostly basically like this the entire time. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which is not great, you know, no, not no, great no, no. for audio. And then I had someone list like a friend of mine was trying to essentially, he's trying to get into sound design. He was, he was offering to edit the episodes for me. And I was like. The thing is, is I, I do a lot of extensive and I always like look through things and if there's like any filler or something like that. Sure. Like most things I keep in, but if there's just yeah. something small, then I'm just like, yeah, there's I'm no reason. Gonna, there's no reason for this. Sure. Um, I'll take it out or also I'll just make sure that there's, if there's like, like I think one of the episodes, um, one of my guests had like a little bit of, they just like had a dry throat because they were drinking, they were trying to drink some water and stuff like that, but they were coughing a little bit. Okay. And uh, I was able to get all the, co- like that out of oh, editing. Good. So you nice. can't even tell that they were coughing. Oh, hell yeah, dude. But like if my friend was doing it, he would just 
been looking for getting the audio right, but not anything else, you know? Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I, even though it's a lot of work, it takes sure. a long time. Like a good, I mean that one, because the, I had these arms and I had things uh-huh. like that. It, it didn't take as long. It took maybe two hours to edit a hour and 40 minute podcast, That's which still is longer than I can fucking do with blowing my brains <laughs> yeah. out. dude. That's fucked. It's, it's, it's crazy. Cause it took me along. It's, it's helped me get used to my voice. You know? Yeah. I, I hate hearing myself right now. This, yeah, this is crazy. Hearing my own voice back into my head. <laughs> I don't, yeah. It's making me feel crazy. It's yeah. But it, it's, it's good because what it, it helps us not talk over each other. Which sure. Is, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm not. I know this is how you do it. My, yeah. my, my self-consciousness is not going to throw a wrench <laughs> in the proceeding. I promise. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's good to know. Good. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This is Obsessive Comic Disorder. As always, I'm Gene DeWeber. And today I have Noah Watson on. How you doing, Noah? I'm good. Doing good? I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We had a little conversation earlier, so now we're just like, all right, let's get into the kabuki here. <laughs> oh, is this the start? <laughs> this is the is start. This the, oh, this, this is, is the start? Well, the okay. previous start was the start, but I always okay. like, I always, in case, this is the thing, is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll usually, if there's some good chatter to start out, but okay. if like, but sometimes there'll be like random bad audio. So I've had some episodes where it starts with me doing the introduction, like thank okay. you for listening, or there's other ones that have like five to nine minutes before we even. Like, you got your you got your Wu Tang pre track exactly. What you got. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, and I've had a couple like I did um, with Adam Posse. He mm-hmm. was the first episode for season two, which cool. was. 19 episodes ago or something like that. I don't sure. Know. Um, he, uh, I, I actually did something a little different. I did a cold open with him. So okay. like we had our little conversation before and because it was quite a bit different from sure. what we were talking about later, I actually did that, then put the theme and okay. then, yeah. Cause normally I just put the theme and then immediately get in the conversation, but sure. I was like, I'm going to fuck around with the format a little bit just to see how it works. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, so we uh, we're going to be talking about a uh, a newer actual book. Did you, you did you get to read it all? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. I read all. Yeah, uh, all of the. Uh, there's I think there's twelve. Twelve issues. Twelve yeah. issues. So I've read. I yeah. I read yeah. them. I read them all this morning. Honestly, it's I, it's addicting. Like yeah, I mean, it's also just like it's not a hard no, read. It, no. It's it's not like super text heavy, so it's pretty no. easy to just get through all of them in a couple hours. So yeah. So yeah. this is the uh, Nice House on the Lake by James Tenney and the Fourth with art by Alvaro. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking get do this this guy's name no justice. Alvaro Martinez Bueno. Mm-hmm. So his last name is good. That's interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, it says Jory Belair, which I'm guessing is the colorist. So, okay, cool. Which I appreciate when they actually uh, give credit on the front of the book to the colorist because without like without it, if you were to look at this in black and white, it still look good. But there's there's definitely especially this there's a definite like mood for the book well the whole thing's like painted it looks painted it looks cool yeah i don't know anything about what i i didn't know colorists were different from the people who drew it or anything like that i didn't yeah it's comics so comics are interesting because it's actually these when you look at a comic it's not much different from like a movie for example sure so for a great example here um is you got on the front 
It says like so. I had to read half of this online because I haven't really released the second volume yet, mm-hmm. even though it's finished. But this is like it's got like James Tinian the fourth as the writer, uh, Al- Alvaro, Alvaro. I'm gonna say Alvaro Martinez Bueno as the artist, Jordi Belair as the colorist, and then there's the letterer. There's the uh, cover artists, and then there's like editors, and there's okay, sure. it's a whole it's a whole like machine. It's a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's um, it's interesting because like there, it's I don't think people realize how hard it is to release a comic. Sure, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can you can do like the self publishing stuff, and that's in itself is hard too. Yeah. But you also don't know if you're gonna get an audience because obviously there's people who are like just starting now who might go to like FedEx and try to like totally. print their stuff, yeah, and like yeah. you'll say like zines, especially local local comic shops. Sure, yeah. But there's no chance. There's no. I mean, not no chance. There's no guarantee that that's gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, there's also like, I mean, uh, I like, like I said, like I'm not a big comic dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've I've read some, and I've seen like, you know, a lot of the more like indie type comic books, or yeah. you can tell that they didn't have the same amount of people working on them because if somebody's doing the art, the story, they're doing the the lettering and the publishing all themselves. Usually they're real art heavy, but don't yeah. really they're real conceptual and usually they're just kind of cuter and more storyboard. There there's not like yeah. I mean like it makes sense cuz there's not uh four people working to get one story out. So you can't in one brain oh, put yeah. as much work into the whole thing. But uh, well, especially if you're looking at like something like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I don't know if you I know anything know, about that. I don't know that okay. one. You know yeah. what Invader Zim was? Remember that cartoon at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the guy who did that did a ver- uh, a comic called Johnny and the Homicidal Maniac. Uh-huh. He did it back in like, I want to say like 97 or something okay, like that. Okay, cool. That's kind of how he got his fame. So if you think of like how gross and weird Invader Zim is, imagine sure. that to like 100. Basically. Okay, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have that level of, uh, you know, of polish, I guess. You sure. Could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people telling you what, you're, what you can or can't do. So. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is he just had to make sure the publisher got it in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that 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 is something you'll notice as someone goes along is that you have increasing quality just because they have that editor yeah. or something else like that. Which I think most most writers need that because sure. because you know when you're like you got to think about most people when they're writing they're going to be doing like a a script, but there's there's so much chance of flaws yeah. and. I mean, I think like I was hearing the first publication of Harry Potter had just mm-hmm. a shit ton of typos in it. And stuff okay, like that. yeah, 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 because totally. it was like released uh, self, and then like later versions were okay. Yeah. yeah, well, like I was telling you when we talked about the podcast, where the only um, the only real like exposure I've had to graphic whatever was uh, I read all of Berserk. Um, yeah, yeah. Recently, and uh, it's a long series too. It is, but it's also like short, short uh, issues. So yeah. it's like you can blow through it. I, I think I got through it in like a week. But really, um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you must be also a pretty quick reader, though. Too, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I, I read, I read pretty fast. Sometimes, sometimes it depends on what I'm reading. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, like that guy started back in what, like. Early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. I want to say late 80s because the show yeah. came out like what, 97, I want to say? Yeah, I, I think it was 97. And so I think it was, yeah. yeah, I think it was like 89 when he started that. And there's like, 
six year gaps in between yeah every like just like different issues and stuff like that so or you know and he's doing it all himself yeah so it makes sense like the amount of work that that's got to take like i can't i can't draw for shit so like seeing some of the things that he put together and the fact that he's had like this decade spanning yeah uh, story arc and all this stuff to take that upon yourself to do do every panel, do all the writing, do all yeah. the dialogue. Like, yeah, of course it's taken him fucking what, like thirty four years. Well, he's dead now, but it took oh, him yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. and that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty popular series. It's always cool to see that stuff too when you see it self published because you can see the artist getting better. Yeah. Absolutely. As it goes along, it's just like, you know, just like stand-up comedy, you see a first-year comic versus like a 10-year comic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Just seeing people get better is cool. I will say that with the Berserk thing, too, and with comics, is like you see them when they're like – they've been doing the same thing for so long that it gets a little shitty too like you know because <laughs> yeah. like he had like there was like a whole arc that had to do with like demon pirates that was oh, just weird. the dumbest fucking and it was so long too yeah. and it, you could tell it was just like he is out of ideas you know what that, i mean that makes me think of uh the walking dead comic okay because the, have you watched the show no i haven't no, watched okay. the show so there's a in the show, they had the prison spot, and I think that lasted for like a season, maybe season okay. and a half, maybe two seasons. The comic it lasted for like the for like thirty issues or something. Really, like that, where they yeah, were just yeah. in the prison, and it was like, are we gonna move forward? Is something else sure. gonna happen? Because we're just like, it's cool you're getting this character development, yeah. but I don't need this much character development. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it you know, and it's just uh. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely got to be a thing with something serialized like yeah. a like a like a comic book is. It's got to be uh, hard to actually like pace. Yeah, right. Because like with with television, I mean you're 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 doing it every week, but if you've got years in between, then it's mm-hmm. like you know then like how do you even keep that in line? Like like you can see it with television shows too where it's like if you watch breaking bad like yeah. on a streaming service like back to back it the pacing is fucking dumb like it yeah. like it doesn't hold up if you watch it like you watch like some newer streaming yeah. things and so like and that's that's only with a week in between them so mm-hmm. if you read comic books back to back all those those arcs that feel like they're taking forever it's because there's how could you serialize it's got yeah, yeah it's got to be a difficult that's, thing to pace correctly that's what i liked about this uh, was this was a 12 issue limited series mm-hmm. which without getting too heavy in spoilers it kind of seems like they might do another limited series after this just yeah i'd be surprised if they didn't yeah yeah but well, it's, it's also just left yeah. without answering a single question yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really end with any kind of resolution yeah it's it it feel yeah it feels kind of like the first season of yeah. a show yeah. in a lot of ways yeah, like yeah. a really entertaining show but like it definitely like sure. it feels like it, it sort of sets up a lot and then has that sort of big reveal and big cliffhanger mm-hmm. Sure. It even ends on like because each issue says to be continued, and then the final issue just says uh, end of session one, right? A cycle, cycle one, one. Cycle, cycle one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's I mean like every every issue starts with one of the characters like way further in the future speaking yeah. about like their history with the guy Walter who's like an alien or fucking mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, some sort of like 
other worldly being for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but like that's just it's setting you. I mean, there it's obviously not done, you no. know. But unless yeah. nobody likes it, but I don't. I mean, this the fact that it made it to the twelfth issue alone mm-hmm. means that people liked it because okay. uh, even even a comic miniseries uh-huh. can get either canceled in the middle or okay, delayed sure. heavily because the it just didn't sell basically. Okay, cool. So and obviously, uh, so James Tinian, the guy who wrote this. Is he he started with writing Batman? He's written a good amount of other limited series. He's got okay. a he's got a good following. Sure. So, and even then, like reading a lot of the other stuff, I actually think this is one of the better things I've read by him. Cool. Hell yeah. Um, and I've heard a lot of good things. I really I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed reading this. I thought it was yeah 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 it yeah it was cool. Um, I don't know. I it picked it picked up for sure. I think the first issue. Um. The dialogue kind of irritated me. It's yeah. it's um, it, the dialogue gets uh, especially like just the first page is yeah. like very teenage. It's yeah. very like, well, what do you think the end of the world is going to be? And it's like <laughs> just like strangers at a bar like flirting about the end of the world. It's like is this yeah. written by a fucking fourteen year old? You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it it's like a really cool concept and stuff, but I think that made me, uh, like like I I tried to start it a yeah. few times, a little and apprehensive I would just, at first, yeah, yeah, it just made me cringe, you know, like like with that kind of stuff. But once you get past that, the actual like um, the the world building involved, yeah. and kind of the fact that it's like 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 I said, like I love Berserk. I'm I'm a yeah. big like from software guy. Like yeah. I like all that kind of uh, massively world built stuff that reveals almost nothing to yeah. you. I like the mystery involved. So and the fact like, that this did that, yeah, that it's yeah. like a very small portion of whatever their world is that implies something much greater on the outside that's that's cool to me i think that's a really interesting thing but um yeah i you know it was just it was a fight to get through the uh which i don't know if it was just me like being up my own ass about what i think is good or not but like you know but it was um getting past that i'm glad i did Mm because it ends up getting a lot more interesting and like compelling you know yeah and i i i want to say also um the fact that kind of 14 year old thing you were talking about like Uh that that sort of like teenage dialogue as you read it you kind of realize that that's just kind of how walter is sure because he's 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 a sort of he's whatever he is he's not of this this world so he is his entire like they they reference how he's really clingy okay how he's like very uh he's everyone who he's talking to is the most important person he's talking to sure yeah yeah yeah. and so he's like there's this this concept of he is uh he is kind of immature because well at least in the aspect that he doesn't understand people fully he's kind of learning about them yeah and he's like you know, he's an alien, but he's also kind of like a codependent pussy yeah. a little bit. <laughs> a little you know bit, what yeah. I mean? Like, he's kind of like, um, I don't know, because like I've made fr- you make friends like that with kids and mm-hmm. like like growing up where they're like, like 
you know, and it worked out for them. They all yeah. loved it. Personally, in my experience, <laughs> I when people like they're like, I love you and I need to spend all my time with you and yeah. all this stuff. It freaks me out, you know, and you could feel that off of them, you know, yeah. which is, you know, like honestly, like a, a very interesting angle to take on on like some superior being of something yeah. being that needy towards other people like that's it's kind of nuts it is yeah and to give it to give people uh, a little bit of uh the setup here so mm-hmm. uh i think it's um originally supposed to be 15 people but i think it ends up being 11 if I yeah right. it's 11 it's yeah, 11 yeah. people are in, so 15 people are invited 11 people show up they're invited to a basically one week getaway mm. to this lake in uh fuck was it oh it's uh, wisconsin wisconsin yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so like this really nice like very advanced really like modern uh lake house basically yeah um something that you know someone who like a billionaire would probably own yeah. or something like that and so they're all invited and they're all given titles like artist. Yeah. Uh, there's one that's doctor. There's uh, they're all basically different, different aspects of humanity. There's sure. Even, there's even one that's comedian. You know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like and so they don't obviously they just think that, you know, they're being like really convinced by their friend. They don't really yep. understand why. And then once they get there. They start, uh, first of all, they, they kind of have that kind of unloading, which the first issue yeah. is very much just kind of like prepping you for what's about sure. to happen. And by the end of the issue, you find out that they, they, they're watching, like, so they're looking at social media mm. and they find out that the entire world is burning, essentially. Yeah. Like people are like posting on, on social media that their hands are melting on their phone. Yeah. Like all these really horrifying things. Mm. And you have, uh, I'm trying to remember her name now. Is it Leah? I may be wrong. Which one are you? There's the the girl that he was talking to about the end of the world. Oh, Ryan. 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 I don't know why I was thinking Leah. Uh, Ryan, because she is like, she's probably one of the most important characters because she is, throughout this, there's a lot of different uh, experimenting that Walter is doing because this whole idea is that he has prepared a apocalypse and sort of this idea is like it almost seems like a like a new eden kind of situation yeah 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 and there's several there's there's at least one group with them of people in there the idea is that this is experiment to see if people can start anew yeah. and how they're going to deal with it and if they're the right group yeah. basically um, by the end you kind of feel you start to realize oh this is this is like multiple yeah. but the difference is is in this situation as you're kind of going on, you start to realize that he, he, the other ones were probably very randomly picked. Yeah. Whereas this one was like, he, he, he got like really close to these people yeah. and decided that he's like, he's going to save his friends from the end of the world. Yeah. That's, that's like the conflict he faces is that like, he didn't actually pick the best that he could. Yeah. He would like pick his friends and try to make them fit what yeah. they were supposed to, which is, uh, which is also very cool that's a cool thing because you think about like the end of the world and all that shit but like you know it it takes into that thing of uh um saving who you should and saving who you want to right like you know which uh i don't know that makes it's probably what i would do too yeah 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 and it's uh it's interesting because as as it goes on i like the 
for example, uh, about halfway through, there's a there's a big change too, because like it it doesn't it definitely feels like that. Um, first six episodes feel like the first half of a season. Mm-hmm. Then it feels like if you especially like watching older shows, there was always like a mid season break. Yeah, where they were gonna be like, there's this big change that's about to sure. happen. Yeah, 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 and it's like wait until like two months after the holidays are yeah. over. You know, um. And so I like like because basically what happens is they slowly are realizing this that what's going on they start to find out that uh, they're they have like a, a healing factor they're not yep. able to die uh, there's all these different levers essentially all these different uh, manipulations to them that are mm-hmm. happening and once uh, one of the big uh, the big thing is like towards the end of the first half of this is uh, one of the guys ends up slitting his throat in yeah. front of everyone and he you know that he's already done this because his shirt's already covered in yeah. blood and he, he had showed it to someone else um and at the like kind of at the midway point what happens is that they they realize that they're you know things are even more crazy than they imagined yeah. and then right as that happens um there's a there's another guy who was kind of like behind the scenes mm. who helped develop this that kind of shows up and then uh walter erases everyone except for ryan's memory of oh no it's it's everybody besides um nora 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 is the one who keeps her memories yeah that's right um yeah they he erases all their memories and then uh just uh reinserts himself as a normal kind of character among them like he's figuring everything out too and do you want to put the a little closer to your face yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of inserts himself, reinserts himself as like a uh, as somebody who's just along for the ride, but yeah. he's trying to like subtly to convince them to stay in the place that he's created. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, and then they, of course, they just like figure it out again. Is kind of what happens. I I don't remember how they. I I, I don't really. Oh. Well, it's because of because of uh, Nora because she is behind the yeah she's manipulating the circumstances yeah. so they do figure it out again yeah because yeah. he he's he I thought so that's what I thought I thought that it was it was Nora or Ryan it was it was yeah I thought that she was the one he was talking to about the end of the world. well Nora well uh, he's talking to Ryan at the beginning because oh, he's okay. getting all he t- has separate conversations with all of them about yeah. what they think the end of the world is going to be that's right and. Uh, like Ryan is the one who figures out that he in it's in the first issue. Maybe yeah. I don't know if it was the first issue, but it was in the first uh, like once they find out the world is ending, she puts yeah. together immediately that it was him who decided that it was going to happen. But uh, it turns out that it's Reg's idea of the end of the world that yeah. he uses because it or no it's Nora's idea of the end yeah. of the world that happens because it was the uh, the Terminator 2 scene where everybody's skin melts off from the yeah. nuclear bomb yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, real slow which uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got yeah I, this is definitely like this this book is essentially could be like it happened today essentially like it's very it's very modern it's very much sure right now yeah like even you even see i think nora at the or, or ryan at the start she has a she has a mask on like she's like yeah like COVID has happened yeah yeah it's very modern uh, yeah also ohio blew up like two days ago that was a whole thing it was a there was a real nuclear bomb where people fucking 
Do you read about that at all? No. A train went off the tracks and with carrying a bunch of nuclear material exploded in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, fucking it, the government's like trying to cover it up right now, but oh, everybody's shit. pets are already dying from the radiation. There like was a, like a mushroom like cloud. United States, Ohio. Yeah, United States Fuck. in a city called East Palestine. A train went off the tracks, exploded. There was a mushroom cloud that go like at a, hundreds and hundreds oh, of feet tall like it was it's it's pretty nuts like shit's fucked and everybody's trying not to even know that, suppress yeah. all the information about it but that makes me because i know people in ohio um well for oh. example marla i forgot her last name <laughs> oh that's right i i don't know how close it was to cleveland i don't yeah. know where east palestine is but that's right yeah marla's from cleveland yeah 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 dude that yeah that happened like fuck two three days ago there was a fucking nuclear explosion in ohio I need to I need to keep up with the news. Like I'm so fucking behind on everything. I know nothing, but yeah. I know that. <laughs> I, I don't keep up on stuff, but I saw that go down. That's but, I mean, that would be something you would think that would be like a big news because the fallout of that could affect the entire state potentially. Yeah. Well, yeah. it could in surrounding states the too. Country pretty much. I yeah. mean, they set off a nuke on accident pretty much in the middle yeah. of the middle of the country so uh not just the middle of the country but like a pretty heavily uh, populated state yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i so. yeah i have no idea where east palestine is i just know that it's pretty fucked i don't know how many people died i just know that the actual like radiation from the yeah. surrounding yeah it's, well, it's fun yeah that's kind of cool right <laughs> it's kind of it ties it's kinda, in kind of ties in and yeah. not you know in a way that i wish wasn't something that was happening sure right now. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying is, no is i want to see the sequel to this before i die is okay yeah, yeah, cool. i want, yeah, to see, yeah, I want yeah. that to happen yeah you know uh <laughs> yeah as long as you got your priorities straight that's right we'll I, set off some bombs i have like at least two i still have like at least a third or if not a half of this collection that i still need to read so okay know. wow damn yeah 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 because you got a lot up here i do i've got yeah because i got it right here i've got the big one and then right next to you over here is yeah you got that too. too that's wild yeah well what happened was uh and i've told this people you know regular listeners or listeners will know this but i'll tell you anyway so what happened was during the pandemic during the quarantine mm. i just you know i was working uh uber eats doordash and it was like paying really well because yeah everyone was sure um and so i just had some extra expendable income and so i bought a i just like I think I had maybe like two or three of those shelves over there. Okay. Of comics beforehand. And then I just was like, I'm going to collect all these series and read all these series yeah. I never got to read. Cool. And I, Hell yeah. I read like 30 years of Batman, like main big stories, mm -hmm. basically. Like, obviously there's some in-between issues and stuff like that. Sure. That I didn't read, but like all the main stuff like that was going on, like, I read it all in like 2020 and a little bit 2020. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's it, it's and at that point I was like, well, I've got all this stuff. That's why I started this podcast. Yeah, 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 totally. Was because I was like, I have all these books. I've got. I've all of a sudden, I've always been into comics, but I've accumulated like an insane amount of knowledge sure. in yeah. a little bit of time. And you know, it's like I want to be able to share this, and I know that as well. Looking up online, there's not a lot of comic book podcasts. Yeah. There's yep. there's a few here and there, and I'm sure there's some other obscure ones. I mean, this is still kind of in the obscure. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this moment, you know, who knows? Yeah. Listening 10 years down the road, someone else, you know. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah. Well, so. that seems to be the move, too, is hit that niche yeah. that people care a lot about that's not being talked about. Like, uh, buddy, uh, Ben Levy, mm-hmm. mad into snakes. Like, that's his oh, whole yeah. fucking deal is he's into snakes. And, you know, there's not a lot of people with snake podcasts out there. No. So, you know, if somebody hit that, they got Ben Levy as a fan. You know, that's a whole thing. <laughs> and then Hunter Donaldson, is mm-hmm. he's doing a live podcast at Helium Oh, yeah? soon because he does a podcast his uh, i think his job is he does a podcast about like a super obscure board game oh called wow. like i think it's called twilight imperium or whatever i've, I've heard that name before but. yeah i i don't even know if that's actually what it's called but you know that seems to be where like the fucking money's at yeah. with podcasting now because everybody is trying to be funny Podcasts yeah, are, I know. there's it's, too many fucking podcasts. It's crazy. Well, and like, this is definitely like a combination of a comedy because there is some riffing going on here. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but you got to be interesting. You can't yeah. just fucking sit and talk. Exactly. Know? So like, I, yeah, I make sure, I make sure that like, if people get, like, cause I've had people where like, oh man, we just went on a tangent. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. the stuff that people want to hear yeah. more often than not. Sure. I, I've had, um, it's a weird compliment that I got from someone, but he basically said he was able to enjoy it while doing his normal daily stuff and jumping in and out. Yeah. And yeah still yeah. like having a good time listening to it. Yeah, totally. Which I think is important for a podcast because yeah. some people are obviously going to listen to it very dedicated and like every little detail, but other people are going to just be like, someone might be like cleaning their house one day or they're driving to work and they're thinking about their day at work sure. or something like that. So, well, I like, honestly, like the, the thing podcasts are made for mm-hmm. is for people who it's just, it's so you don't feel alone yeah. while you're alone is you just get to be friends with strangers in your yeah. head and like all that stuff. And if it's about something you're interested in, that's great. Or if they're like, really funny cool comic guys then yeah. your your buddies are you know fucking exactly. you know your best friends with joe rogan or whatever <laughs> that you think you are in your head yeah you know? well, i mean that's that's another reason why i started this was because during especially during the pandemic mm-hmm. a lot more alone time yeah. very few friends actually were willing to hang out and like i had a couple like neighbor roommate weird such i was living in like a boarding house like, sure um but so I had a couple like people I was connected with, but like mostly because I was constantly on the road and I'm still constantly on the road. Doing sure. Stuff. So like I just have a lot of time where I just downtime. And so like things like uh, I listened to like four C like four or five years of a uh, co- podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern. OK, I don't um, know that one. It's a it's a it's a it's a improv podcast that they oh, just cool. like takes place in this fantasy role and then and each guest that comes in essentially gets to add a little bit more to the lore. Okay, so tech. it's a lot of real build world building and that's a lot. There's a lot of just like just fun, you know. Cool. Oh um, yeah. And obviously, like I think I listened to some Rogan at that time. I was sure. listening to. Uh, the other one that's a big one for me was uh, Lad po- last pod- last podcast on the left. Is I don't one. know that one. Um, do you know who uh, Henry Zabraski is? No, he's a he's a comedian. He was in. Uh, he did you ever watch? Um, uh, God damn it! Uh, the the Pete Holmes HBO series. Oh, crashing, crashing. Okay. So remember on crashing, he had that friend that was like a that was a that 
was a comedian coming up with him that had like the red hair. Yes, I do. And they they finally saw him on stage and they're like, oh fuck, he's funny. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. okay, him. That's yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So him okay. and two of his friends host a pie, a true crime slash like supernatural slash conspiracy theory podcast. Right. So cool. each each week, it, each well, like they'll do like multiple weeks of uh-huh. like one th- subject and go to another thing, but they okay. have everything from like. The weird skeevy stuff the Mormon Church has done to okay. they've done episodes on like Eller and Hubbard to like right now they're doing I think they I don't know if they finished it or not but they were doing like a uh, one about the uh, the whole situation with back in like the early nineteen or late eighteen hundred early nineteen hundred with the those Wellers it might have been even for longer than that but basically the inspiration for Moby Dick. Oh no shit! Okay, yeah. cool. Hell yeah! Yeah, that sounds kind of like uh, Truanon is another one that does oh, okay. that kind of stuff. They're they're like, um, I think they're like tight with the Chapo Trap House guys or whatever. Oh, nice. They're, I I'm not sure, but that's what I think. My girlfriend likes that one a lot. But they do like, yeah, they do podcasts about like, um, kind of shit that's going on with like they they like went to the. Oh, hearings. I've heard of I've heard of because I watched that uh that documentary about QAnon and they were I think they had a, a spot a they might have really showed that those people actually. Oh okay. yeah, they 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 did they covered like the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trials, oh, okay. and they did like a big limited series on Synanon and the troubled teen industry and stuff like that. Yeah. And like like they do really cool shit like that. They're not comics, but they're yeah. like like uh, uh, they're like a Bay Area thing. Like I yeah. went to the same high school as one of the hosts and shit, That's which cool. is cool. But yeah, they're they're a really good podcast. Sounds kind of similar. Yeah, actually, what's kind of interesting is the uh, so the last podcast on the left, they recently did a horror comic of their own because that's what okay. it started off was the because obviously the last house on the last left. house on the left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so originally they were just doing every they were doing stuff in like J.H. Holmes. They were doing mm. like or H.H. Holmes on J.H. H. H. Holmes. H.H. Yeah. H. H. Holmes. They were doing all like it was all murder podcast stuff. Originally. OK, cool. Um, and a lot of horror stuff. And they've kind of as they gone along, they've just developed sort of this flow and they have essentially they have one straight man and two funny guys okay cool so one guy is actually like talking about what's going on and then uh henry zabrowski is usually like doing voices or like riffing on it and then the other guy's kind of doing the same okay sure Yeah, yeah yeah um but i found out actually I had heard about this book right here beforehand, but like mm-hmm. I listened to them do an interview with James Tenney and the fourth that actually made me want to read this. Okay, cool. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm plugging someone else's podcast right now, but yeah, that's well, fine. We're <laughs> we but um, yeah, getting back into the book here. Um, yeah. I really, uh, I really like the moody, the feel of the art because it's, it, it's a lot of subdued colors, Yeah, which works really well for the horror format. Specifically. Yeah, sure. Um, it has that kind of like, like everything feels creepy all the time. And it has this very eeriness, especially when you see, um, after the reveal of who Walter really is, mm-hmm. more often than not, he's always shown as like he's kind of floaty. He's he he's sort of yeah. like either moving at a really half fast pace or or something because he's never really fully connected. Yeah, he's like this. Um, he, I don't know. It's like this demonic presence or something yeah, like that. Totally. Um, yeah. 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 But I, I yeah, I really liked uh, I liked the character development because. At first, the characters were almost a little unlikable, to be honest. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. It's That's kind of almost in a way that's almost like the it's, it's kind of like the frat style um, 
trope from horror movies. Okay, sure. To yeah, me, yeah, that's yeah. what I was kind of noticing from it. But as you get along, especially, uh, see, I this is the problem. I read so much sure. that I remember faces of characters, but I always forget names. Yeah, totally. Unless, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. unless I'm reading like Spider-Man or Captain America or something else like that, where I know the names from so long ago that like now it's... But you were saying it's Nora who's always smoking and has a glasses. Nora's always smoking. Yeah. yeah, Nora, Nora, and then there's uh, I can't even remember all their names either. Yeah, it's exactly. a lot of characters. There's a, that's it the is. thing. It's a lot of characters, and it's kind of um, it, it's it's kind of tough to keep track because the art style is really cool, but it yeah. all, and like you know the low colors and all that stuff, but it also makes it really difficult to tell them apart. But they're always changing clothes, like yeah. like they're you're seeing them all in different, and they all have like kind of like different identifiers if you pay attention. Yeah, but like at a certain point, it's like, well, what if they just changed outfits? Because like there's a there's a character Naya mm-hmm. um, who looks a lot like Nora without yeah. glasses on. Yeah. So it's like, is this Naya or is this Nora and, without and you'll, glasses? And you'll on? you'll notice that with artists too, they'll just sure not meaning to make similar looking characters. Yeah, totally. Um, there's a I'll actually show it to you right now. There's one of the first horror comics I read. And uh-huh. I probably would have chosen this, except for it's a lot. Hell yeah. It, w- it ran for a lot longer, so it would have been a lot more reading. But uh-huh. like this series right here, Girls, uh-huh. it's by the Luna Brothers. And if you look at the art, like all the characters kind of look the same. Yes, they do. Yeah. Like they all, there's enough differences, like hairstyles and stuff like that. But everyone has the same eyes. Yeah, lots of tits. Lots of tits. Well, lots that- of tits in this one. <laughs> well, that <laughs> one's about... Um, Girls is, uh, I really, I actually read it because of the TNA aspect of it. Okay, hell yeah. Because uh, I was like, I was like 16 and I was actually just trying to find porn comics on them. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I thought you were, yeah, I thought this happened over the pandemic. No, <laughs> no, like... no. This was years ago. Okay. But what it found, what happened was I meant to get into this comic because of the TNA aspect. And then I'm like, oh, wow, this is really good. This is oh, really yeah, well nice. Written. Hell yeah. Because that, that's basically the idea of that one is that. This uh, this guy who reading it again now he kind of sounds like an incel honestly sure yeah yeah because yeah. he's like very upset with women and he's like feels yeah. like they owe him something he gets like really drunk and makes a big scene in front of a bunch of people and leaves and on the way home he ends up running into this girl who's completely naked and running away and you kind of find out that she was running away from these this this like two this like mother and uh, like son who have a very like backwoods redneck kind of feel to them. Like the okay. entire town is very, it's probably like a town of like 600 people sure. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what happens is he, he ends up sleeping with her. Uh, and the next, I think it's the next morning or something like that. There's all these eggs. Oh, around. weird. And what happened, what you find out is that they're, <laughs> they're like, it's almost like that movie species or something like that, where they're okay. like trying to like reproduce a bunch of them basically. Sure. And so they're all like identical and you start realizing that they're very violent against women. Uh, okay. And they're and and the only one guy I think they're violent against then is uh, is is gay because they realize that he's useless to them essentially. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's this whole thing where like they're the women are are essentially getting to the point where they at as it goes along, they're trying not, they're like, they can't, they start not being able to trust the men because the men uh-huh. are just like trying to, trying to get laid all the time. Basically yeah, yeah, with yeah. these carry or like, you know, 
because like one for example one of the guys has like a wife who's essentially emasculated him and so okay. at one point i think he sleeps with one of the the alien girls because of the fact that he's like it's like him getting some like masculinity back or some bullshit. Oh like that. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as it goes on, you start like it's essentially the town trying to come together and attack and find out what what the fuck is going on with these naked alien, violent alien women, basically. Yeah, I mean that should be probably happen fast. Yeah, if there's naked alien yeah. women, you want to know <laughs> what's happening. And, and the fact that they're like reproducing eggs. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. really fun and it's like cool. it's it's a fun kind of horror like gory sure like yeah yeah gore's uh, cool a lot of gore like um and I think there's like at the, at the end of the book there's like this giant sperm which is really funny that's cool yeah it's yeah, yeah. like they're all going towards and I think it's like the mothership or something like that oh but, nice um but the whole I think the idea is that they're it's that concept that they're trying to like do total uh. Uh, annihilation of human species and make their own versions of themselves. Sure, and yeah, take yeah, over. yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, anyway, uh, I brought that up because we're talking about characters looking similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was trying to remember where, yeah, where yeah, yeah. it was coming back to. Um, that was just like, that was one of those books that got, that's actually one of the earlier books that, that helped me discover that the comics were not just the standard case. Sure, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which obviously this one is very. It's, yeah. It was released by DC Black Label, which is weird because DC Black Label is either mature themed in universe stuff or okay. like just like this, where it's like, like completely horror type. Of... Exactly. Okay. Cool. Well, because uh, DC used to have a imprint called Vertigo, okay. which they created at first because they because in the eighties. DC was really there was like this series called The Sandman, which I'd highly recommend. There's okay. like a, there's Alan Moore did a run of Swamp Thing that was very very mature. Alan Moore, that's Watchmen. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was uh, Swamp Thing was before Watchmen. It was kind okay. of probably one of the reasons why he got Watchmen. Okay, cool. Um, oh yeah. And uh, there's that. There was like John Constantine Hellblazer. There was all these characters yeah. and they were already mature themed comics. But then what happened was like. DC was like, well, we kind of want to separate the mature stuff from the from the standard like all ages comics. Sure. And so they created a imprint called Vertigo. And as it went along, they had some stuff that was like that, but it, it increasingly became independent sure. stuff. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is back in 2013 for some reason or another. I think it's because they they fired the person who was in charge of that imprint. Mm -hmm. They decided to. um Cancel that and start kind of a couple of years later this label, which is okay. black label. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. This is this was interesting because this is one of the first ones I've seen that hasn't been like DC characters. Okay, sure. Um, because like a, a great example, one that um, if you like horror especially, mm. um, is it's called Joker Killer Smile, and it's okay. actually about a, a psychiatrist working in Arkham Asylum who takes it upon himself to try to find a way to cure the Joker okay. and slowly gets tainted by him. And like, it's like this really dark, sure. Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. really fucked up story. That's really good. But, yeah. um, but it's one of those things that like, because of how it goes, it can't take place in the regular universe, but it's still using those characters. You know? Okay, cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And for people uh, listening, if you haven't listened to it, uh, I did an episode with Kyle Adams, uh, like a few, what, episodes ago mm -hmm. basically on that but um yeah i really like the like the art i like the the character development and the world building is really cool and yeah. it, it does 
it has a good pacing of like kind of slowly easing you into this information. Sure. And I like that, as you said, it's sort of, it answers questions with, well, bringing more questions up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and well, I, another thing, if we're talking about the art too, um, or aesthetics, uh, yeah. about it, the, the fact that it's a post-apocalyptic story that doesn't take a place pretty much in a post-apocalyptic world yeah. is, uh, nice it's yeah. it's a refreshing because it's uh the the whole like mad max style yeah. post-apocalyptic like ya novel type of um yeah, world like building Hunger games and stuff like exactly that. Yeah. like at a, at a certain point it's like okay i've seen that like a million times you yeah know? this was this is honestly a pretty it it takes like a obviously some ingredients from other things sure. yeah but i have i don't think i've ever seen this specific story told yeah and it, it, it is, I mean, like, uh, it reminds me a lot of Lost. It's it did, very actually. similar to it Lost. It reminded me a lot of Lost. It, it feels that the same, like, ensemble cast and, mm-hmm. like, there's something greater going on. We all don't know why we're here and, like, are yeah. we dead? We don't, you know. Well, um, it, but uh, what were you going to say? I was going to, oh, no, go ahead. Finish. No, finish, no, finish, no I can't. Yeah. I, okay, that's fine. Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ADHD and all that. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it, ha- it falls into what is my favorite kind of... Uh, of horror too it's uh-huh. like where there's no hope like you're starting sure. off um very similar talking about the watchman actually that mm-hmm. that whole reveal at the end when you find out that ozzy mandeus already ended yeah the like already dis- destroyed new york basically okay um i like that idea i like the thing when like you you're kind of in this point where like good hasn't won essentially sure. yeah, yeah, yeah like the most fucked up thing that could happen has already happened, and now yeah. you're dealing with the uh, the um, the fallout of this, yeah. basically. Well, like I said, I'm a big from software guy, yeah. like Dark Souls uh, all the way, and that's that's the whole thing. It's yeah. like um, it's like the world's ended. Yeah, you know, there's there's not there's not really hope, and like no ending to any one of those games is to save the world. It's yeah. like choosing different ways to either continue how shitty it is, or like end it all over again yeah. like kill everybody who's still alive yeah so it's uh, um i think i i don't know that's a cool it, i mean it it opens it up to not really like i don't good guys can be pretty played out you know what yeah. i mean good and bad can get pretty played out so when it's just them stuck in a fucked situation <laughs> that's that's cool you yeah know? I, li- I like the uh the scene too where uh nora i think she reveals to ryan she's like sending secret messages to her basically, yeah, yeah, yeah um about because nora is essentially she's behind she's in either another building or behind glass mm-hmm. she's not nobody else in the new uh status quo remembers her being a thing basically yeah and so, um, or they actually, I think they do know who she is. They just, they just don't think she's there. They just don't think she's there. And uh, like she, she ends up slowly. Well, because you see these little conversations and I like the, I like the different methods of conversation in here because you mm-hmm. know that they're being analyzed, you know, that they're being watched. Yeah. And so sometimes it's a transcript. Yeah. Um, and in the case of the Nora and Walter conversations, this was just pitch black. Yeah. With these letters, basically, of their conversations. Yeah, because they show, uh, he shows up while she's in an isolation tank, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's also, uh, the transcript thing is, shows that, like, 
even their like past is being manipulated to fit the situation because he yeah. implies like he basically says like yeah Nora's not coming after he erases their memory of her being there and shit yeah. like that yeah it, it works yeah and there and there is this concept of and I also kind of like it there's this concept that like is this is the first time you're seeing them the first time that this has happened yeah sure like, there could be it does say end of cycle one but like yeah. there is this thing like how long has this been because they could manipulate things where yeah where they just reveal they find out about the end of the world yeah right there you know um and of course we we also like as as it goes on you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna do a full spoiler in this one here sure but sure as it goes on you find out kind of at the end because they eventually decide to kill walter or at yeah. least and he agree. He actually like he's manipulating it with Nora. She kind of yeah. says like, "This is the way we're going to be able to maybe finally yeah. move forward." Yeah. Um. And so it zooms out, and you see that they're like in this like void. Yeah. 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 And we we kind of realize that they're not the only group. Yeah. There's all this other, like. I'm I'm curious because I like the little things. Like I like how he kind of like eases them and stuff. I like like they had he he leaves the the notebook for them to write little like grocery lists and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. These, these little details that were put into this, like you can, you can see that there's a lot of love and they're sure. writing in the story. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is, this is um not a poorly put together book. No. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what I, I, so my question is here, uh, cause I like to give it a review. So I'm trying uh -huh. to think here, um, on a scale of one to ten human zoos, what would you okay. what would you give this? Uh, you know, I don't. Um, I think honestly, maybe like a five or a six. Five or six. Five okay. or a six. I don't know if I'd follow up on it. You okay. know, I think uh, I think it was it was you know it was a fun read up yeah. to it. I think, but this is also probably like a personal preference thing for me. For sure, I think. I'm I'm honestly I haven't been a graphic novel guy, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I I uh so I don't know if um it just didn't grab me like maybe something else would. Um, yeah. right? But I think it's um I think uh I think they did some really cool things with it. Like yeah. I said, like some of the stuff was kind of hard to get into at the beginning with yeah. like the way the characters were set up because uh you know, like the characters are multi-dimensional, but I think at a certain point they don't really get past being like two or three dimensional, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, it's not always, it's not, um, I think Walter is interesting because of, uh, the position they put him in, but a mm -hmm. lot of the other characters are kind of, almost um, interchangeable. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, they are. Or like in, you know, or they're just like, mysterious or yeah. like complicated which is kind of you know it feels like a um feels like like and that's 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 a risk of running like an yeah. ensemble like that right because like what ends up happening is you you're you're supposed to care about them as a group instead mm -hmm. of them so much as individual characters yeah um, but like i mean like ryan like as being a main character like you don't know anything about her she doesn't no. really have a dialogue or a personality for most of it you know that's um, true and i think it was a really interesting world they built and idea to um create um kind of create what they did and mm -hmm. i think it was it was pulled off in like a very pretty and aesthetically pleasing way but it yeah. it just i don't think um 
I just I don't care about the characters very That's much. Fair. That's fair. You know fair. what I mean? Yeah. I would um so I if if this was the standalone as it is, I, uh-huh. I think it's very like reminiscent of like a Twilight Zone episode. Sure. Okay, you can yes. look at that anyway. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so and I do like that style stuff too. I yeah, like sure. I like that kind of like you you're left to your imagination and in this case it could get a sequel or they sure. could literally just leave it as is. I think that I would I would still I would give it a seven point five for me. Okay. Um cool. If it had more of a solid ending, I might have given it a higher rating because, okay. but because of the fact that this is sort of, it feels like a lot of setup for something bigger that's going to come later. Totally. Absolutely. And yeah. so like I was, I was, I was very much, I was excited to read this every time I was reading the issue and I was getting, I got through it pretty quickly. I think yeah. normally I kind of try to space it out up to the week, but I think I, Started reading it Monday and finished it on Wednesday last week. Okay, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so, like, I was really enjoying it. I had a lot of fun reading it, and uh, and I I liked that, you know, the feeling, but, like, knowing that this is a a limited series that could go to the wayside, because, like, when it comes down to it, just like any movie or whatever, something that's really even popular sometimes the creator gets so busy that they never go back to it. Sure. 100%. So, yeah. if, so as a, if it's, if it's just judging it, um, yeah. based off of that alone, I might end up giving a higher rating if it gets a sequel series to it, sure. you know, and especially if it's depending on how that is. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, it was that kind of concept where like it was, it reminded me, I'm trying to think of a great example of this. But there, there are like I've watched a good amount of shows where like the first season just feels like you're building up to something and building yeah, up to something. Totally. Uh, actually, a great example of this. Um, did you watch? Uh, it was a show that came out during the pandemic on Netflix. Um, I, it's like I, it was like something like I don't want to be here anymore. I don't know here. It had the girl from It. The 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 younger girl. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um. I see. I, I yeah, forgot that. I have, yeah, I have but no that idea. show was like really good, and it okay. felt like it was building up to something. And you find that like this girl has like psychic powers, basically, and she. Is, oh shit! Uh, yes, I know. I know, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but the end because they didn't get a second season, it uh-huh. feels incomplete, and it had totally. kind of like the pacing of that. And this is very similar. How like there's a lot going on. Yeah, and things are, but it's like building up to something bigger. Yeah, you know. Um, so as like a first season, I think it's a solid, solid, if this ends up being a part of like a trilogy or something like that, sure. it's a solid beginning of something. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I still get, I, w- I would like the art I would be, I would say is more like a nine. For sure. Me. Yeah. The yeah, art yeah. is fantastic. It's really great. It's yeah. really good. Even the dialogue is really well written mm-hmm. and especially as you develop the characters and everything else and get to know them a little bit more. But I did at the same time, even though it was well written, I sometimes had that same thing where like, I wasn't like, oh man, this is a character. I think the, I think the most standout character and it was intentional was Nora. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah Nora was, and Walter, I think, were the two most interesting characters. Exactly. Yeah. And and it was because they were kind of different because the rest of them were and and I think maybe that was by design because the okay. idea is is he it's his friends, sure, not people who are actually like yeah, remarkable. Yeah. You know? Okay, totally. Because you have, I mean, there is some interesting stuff because you have the one girl who wants to kill herself because her husband didn't come. Yeah, and she keeps on like writing in the notes. Yeah. Like, 
like bring him back to life, bring him back to life. And yeah. obviously you realize because one of the big, big uh, kind of climactic moments is that <laughs> um, Ryan ends up turning off some of the uh, some of the abilities. Yes. For people. Yeah. And so right as they're like playing around and shooting each other and like <laughs> it's it's such a it shoots his wife and yeah head. he shoots yeah, his yeah. wife in the head and it's, that's such a like a, a frat boy kind of like college yeah. party feel to it and totally. they're, they're all like in their like mid 20s to like yeah it's, early like, it's 30s. like post-college right it's like early yeah. 30s type so of it's shit, still like you know? the kind of people that like especially on new year's are probably going to be playing beer pong and stuff yeah, like that totally you know? yeah, yeah, yeah um so it's it's indicative of that kind of people especially since they're all from like mostly new york i think yeah and you know kind of the party scene um so but yeah i, I do like those moments that was yeah, a really good totally moment too yeah, like yeah. how she dies and walter like reveals like yeah i can't bring her back like, yeah we have these things in place but we can't reverse death <laughs> yeah it is cool that they they actually do introduce rules yes you know what i mean and like not at convenient times either no you know, they they introduce the right rules to make shit have consequences because just not being able to die and getting everything you want all the time it's not you know that's <laughs> not that's not rules you know it's not very interesting in no. itself yeah which yeah. is once again like the the level of um yeah, it definitely it felt like a mixture of like a lot like a lost situation, lost yeah. or um the leftovers is, is another show that kind of reminded me of I, that. I don't know that one. It's another David Lindelof uh, okay. vehicle. Um, also the Watchmen series was actually a mm. lot like that too. Okay, cool. Um, but and it has that, and also once again to me reminds me a lot of uh Twilight Zone episodes because most Twilight Zone episodes deal with this idea of everything's already wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I love I like the that. Twilight Zone. Yeah. I love the Twilight Zone. And I actually you talking about it as more of like um, something encapsulated like that in order yeah. to like play out an idea um, makes me appreciate it a little bit more, too. Yeah. It's like um, if you can just like un make me understand what's going on and like. Yeah. start and end with like a whole thing of having happened and still being like what the fuck just was that <laughs> yeah. that's that's a cooler thing you know yeah i mean like uh yeah love the twilight zone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and uh i think my some of my favorite horror that's come out recently has been kind of inspired like anything that's recently been done by jordan peele is very okay yeah much, sure yeah like, like especially us felt like a really long episode of the twilight zone sure yeah yeah yeah. Us, yeah that's it's very twilight zone yeah yeah which um, i love that movie i thought it was great. oh it's great yeah. yeah well i mean yeah what's this uh, yeah us i haven't seen get nope. out is pretty get out's great i haven't seen yeah. nope yet nope's great too yeah. nope's yeah. great i will say it's my least favorite out of the three but yeah. uh it's still fucking great um there's like i mean there's shit um yeah, nope is tight. I, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil I'll, it for I'll, you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, like I'll, that, but it's I'll cool. watch it once it's uh, free on streaming somewhere. Yeah. Totally. I will say Daniel Kaluuya, uh, his cowboy character in yeah. that is like the most classic ass cool cowboy <laughs> I've ever seen. He's like he's cool as fuck. He okay. barely talks the whole movie, and he's like the coolest character. So he's like very stoic. Yeah, dude, yeah, he's just he's like a Cormac McCarthy character. He's just oh, fucking, that's cool, dude. He's a badass. It's cool, but uh, yeah, I like yeah, I like all that. Um, yeah, dude. I don't yeah. know. I yeah, I love horror. 
Uh, definitely Jordan Peele. My favorite guy, though, is the Ari Aster is my favorite horror okay. guy right now. And What has he done? He did Hereditary, Midsommar. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah, got yeah. the Joaquin Phoenix movie coming out in a yeah. couple months. I do yeah. really like that, his, yeah. his stuff. Yeah, he's great. Once again, very... Because uh, it's this concept of... There is, there's different styles of horror and there is a style of horror where like, if nothing else, someone comes out alive kind of thing. Like someone sure. makes it out. Yeah. Like I did an episode with Ryan Danley on a really, really good horror comic called, um, Basketful of Heads. Okay. But that one had more hope at the end. Okay. That sure. one had more, it was, it was, it was more like a crime story with horror elements and a little bit of like supernatural elements. Yeah. To yeah, it. yeah. Whereas... My favorite stuff is like this. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies of all time is The Omen, which is very much that way. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's yeah. great. It, it, don't watch the remake from 2006. Watch okay. the original from yeah, 1976 yeah. or 77, something like that. Oh, The Omen? is that the, That's the one with the little boy. In yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've started it a few times and I haven't gotten all the way through it it's, yet. Yeah. It's really good. Cool. Hell yeah. Um, and it's it's one of my favorite. It's, once again, one of my favorite horror movies. That one... Uh, I did a double. F- I I I like to come up with like two movies to watch back to back that are okay, thematically sure. similar. So I watched Rosemary's Baby and The Omen back to back. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. 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 Um, and both of those movies, like, you're not ending it on a on a happy note. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's well, that's one of the cool things about all the Ari Aster stuff is he's yeah. found this way to resolve movies. Uh, he doesn't. It's weird because he kind of ends it up on like a weird uptick where it's yeah. like the bad guys win, but it's like good. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Especially I, in yeah. Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah, both yeah. of them. Like, uh, yeah, Midsummer, she's like cool with the guys who killed all of her friends. Like that's kind of yeah. tight, you know. Well, this that's also like a uh, an um, sort of, like Midsummer is essentially an allegory for breaking up with someone, which is interesting. Yeah. And and hereditary is all about grief. Yeah, you know? like yeah, yeah. I I I I appreciate when there's sort of a subtext yeah. to it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I think that's important in horror because yeah. like as fun as like the scary shit is, like <laughs> yeah, taking it seriously is also like important too. You know, like because I like horror a lot of the time, which I love. Camp, camp's cool. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. But like, I love Evil Dead too. For example. Evil Dead is like it's that great. that franchise. That's the 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 first original Evil Dead and The Exorcist are probably oh, yeah. two of my favorite movies of all time. Which The Exorcist yeah. is a little more serious, but great um, movie though. I, and I love I love camp. I love having fun with horror. I love mm-hmm. people knowing that like people getting their like shit ripped apart and getting brutally <laughs> murdered. That's funny. Like yeah. it's funny to kill somebody really bad. Well, especially when it's it's that thing of like uh, I I love uh, Ryan Danley said this on this episode. He's like a great decapitation in horror is like a is like a is like a cop in a movie. Yeah, in real life, it's terrible, but yeah. it's some there's something like very like chef's kiss, like sweet about it. In a film, yeah, you know, it's it feels like it thing. feels good. Yeah, it feels good to watch people <laughs> die yeah. graphically. You know, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, like when that fucking hereditary, she gets her head knocked off. Yeah. you know, that's a fucking crazy moment, dude. Oh yeah, it's... like it just makes your whole body hurt. It's like you can't yeah. believe that that just happened, but um. Like, I don't know, I, like, and, and I love camp, but, like, the horror movies, like The Exorcist and, mm-hmm. like, Hereditary and, um, 
like get out, you know, yeah. things like that, like things that can like or things that like take the whole story and yeah. like make an entire story and they don't rely just on the horror. Yeah. Like because all three of those movies have humor, they yep. have meaning, they have like actual human experiences mm-hmm. and they insert other things to f- further that narrative instead of like just like making it about like, oh, scary devil yeah. shit. You well, know? I think that's something I actually really liked about this comic too yeah. was there, there was a little humor in it. There was uh there was it was that concept of like it's not it's not the creepiest horror you've seen um it definitely falls within the concept of horror within the style um and it has that you know there is like the right amount of scare factor in there but it's more of like like ill boating you know yeah totally you know you know that there's no hope for these characters yeah you still want to see i still i i know you said you probably won't follow up on this sure if they do release another one, I do want to see where these characters yeah, are, totally. especially like seeing the the wreckage, yeah, from the 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 flash forwards they have at the beginning of each issue. Totally, which I love that dichotomy of like it's a flash forward that also describes their like early interactions with Walters. So it's sure. both a flash forward and a flashback to really like kind of give uh, more meat to why and each one has like a purpose for that issue too. sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's effective it is <laughs> um so i got some questions i like to ask here kind of towards the end of the episode sure. um so obviously you you said you're not as much a comics but like i'm sure that over the years you've been exposed to pop culture related to comics totally and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah what's kind of one of the earlier like maybe standout things that you saw that were connected to comics when i was really little i i read um all the early spider-man yeah. stuff and i still like the Ditko and stanley yeah, 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 all that stuff. I read, uh, like, I think I had a babysitter give me the first three volumes of collections for the nice. Marvel, the the Spider-Man thing. I yeah. still love Spider-Man. To me, that's like that's like the perfect superhero. Mm-hmm. Is he's not, you know, like not an end of the world guy. He's like, like he's he, uh, uh, like he's kind of like. Um, agent cooper and twin peaks to me where yeah. he's just like a good guy all the way down and like cares about people on it that i think spider-man's yeah. tight yeah and his, his, also he's always his life's never really perfect you yeah. know he's yeah, he's yeah. got the parker luck as he calls it which is like anytime something good happens something yeah. bad is always following it yeah you know which is funny yeah which is yeah. funny and great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and I he's also that. he's also got a great he's he's got a kind of comedic um coping mechanism to yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 dude yeah yeah very classic yeah okay um and uh do you have um normally i ask for top five favorite graphic novels but i'm not sure if you've read that much um do you have like a top five favorite comic book related things either characters or it could be film could sure be well i mean like berserk for mm-hmm. sure yeah. and you know like like i i've brought it up over and over where again but the from software series is all yeah. that's all berserk you know what i mean that yeah. all came out of berserk so like and I think they've done a. They, I think they might have done a comic book like prequel to, to Bloodborne, maybe. Uh, Bloodborne. I think Bloodborne's yeah. got people who are not. I think from software might help publish or something, yeah. but I think they're they're fully 
unrelated officially yeah, from the fair. story but um yeah bloodborne's especially super berserk heavy well yeah. i mean all of them are in different well, they're also like very heavily uh inspired by like lovecraft uh uh from bloodborne, bloodborne is, especially yeah, yeah. Um, but each one of them they always have kind of like this like kind of like a little bit of cosmic horror in the back sure yeah there. elden ring especially yeah. elden ring's got um entire like outer gods yeah. right um and uh so that's that's for sure one i mean like uh well you said spider-man spider-man yeah for sure like spider-man um other than that you know no, yeah. you know that's that's probably about <laughs> that's probably it. that's, that's probably fine. the extent of my yeah. stuff. You're but. not you're not the first one that had like three cool. examples. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. I like to do the top five, but like obviously not everyone's gonna have it. Sure, I'm sure there's other things that have affected you and you've enjoyed oh, totally. over the years. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not expecting you to like go through this like deep sure digging yeah, yeah. process. Um, and then the uh, the one of the last questions I ask, I still have a couple more, but like they're kind of more simpler questions. Sure. Um, is since this is me talking to comedians, and especially mm-hmm. this is you know the uh, first episode I've had you on. Yeah. Um, what was your original initial like inspiration for getting into comedy? Um. Well, I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, I wanted to try it. Yeah. When I was younger, but I had like no idea how it worked, and uh, like I. I the comedy that I was exposed to like in part like I saw specials yeah. and shit and loved all that but like I there was like uh in the in my hometown and shit we had a th- we had this place called the Throckmorton Theater that did comedy okay. Tuesdays but they had the same like they had the same acts every week and yeah. it was like like dudes in like yellow checkered suits who were like they were doing like caitlin jenner jokes and shit like that and i was just like this is fucking dumb like i'm not gonna i don't know how they're doing this but i Mm -hmm. don't want to find out and then uh and then when i moved up here i met ben levy and he like he got me into like um like norm mcdonald and yeah uh, and bill burr and all that mm. shit and uh there was a comedy open mic at devil's den do you remember oh, that yeah, one yeah devil's den robbie rob yeah and that I, was a that was a interesting mic <laughs> yeah no it was yeah. so bad it was yeah. crazy there i i saw old women getting fist fights there mm-hmm. fucking uh yeah but it was right down the street from my house so i just went and did it and yeah. then i i just kind of stuck started doing like two three sets a night i remember seeing you mostly at the brody for a long time yeah i was yeah. a i was at the brody every tuesday and wednesday and i go from i'd go from uh fuck i do raw 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 brody and the lamp um yeah. for a long time i do that I, every tuesday i liked that that was there because you think of Red Row and you think of uh, like Scooby Doo, sure. But the whole point was that it was Rochelle and, and Rochelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I I kind of missed that mic honestly because it was a I liked the I I I'm actually kind of a fan of like smaller areas where you can get a good pack. Brody or Raw Row. Ra- 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 oh, the, yeah, the Lagrowski. Yeah, Lagrowski. yeah so, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. I mean, Brody was Brody was it was its own thing too. That oh, was I always fucking wanted to kill myself. Yeah, was, every time rough. I was on stage there, it was like because it's not like uh, my first like because I bombed. Yeah. I I still bombed whatever, it, but it happens, you know, but yeah. like the the first uh, the first bomb I had where I was like I should kill myself <laughs> right now was that. Yeah. 
Brody Theater. And it actually, it pushed me to actually learn how to do comedy and yeah. shit and like how to do stuff. Um, but like, I re- it was the first time I lost total faith and self-esteem and yeah. like all that shit. Like I almost cried on stage and shit and that Damn. room just yeah. trying to like get through the time. <laughs> and uh yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a rough space, but I think it yeah. was important too. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You well, gotta do that. It's that concept too. Like you learn more from bombing than from doing well. A lot of times too. Easily, dude. I mean, sometimes, sometimes bombing is just. It, and it, of course, uh, yeah, you're gonna your learn fault from, and sucks. Yeah, but. and you're gonna you're also gonna learn from the good ones because totally. especially if you're trying something new and it works, you yeah. just learn. Okay, this new joke works. Yeah, great. unlocking the new fucking. <laughs> thought and figuring out how to yeah. do a thing you know my, my favorite is i love those uh those sort of serendipitous moments too where like you you'll be doing a joke you might be even doing a joke you've done 50 times more than well, sure. like a couple hundred times and then you just end that moment you think of a line that you've never said yeah and it kills and then it not only kills but you're actually able to do it again yeah some of totally. those some of those only work in that moment sure yeah, yeah, yeah. but when you find those like that moment that thing is like you kind of make a old bit new yeah is fantastic it's great it's real it's, good it's yeah. it's like it's like the muse just like gave you a blow job you know yeah 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 totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude <laughs> yeah um do you have any uh do you have any plugs anything like that uh, uh social media anything like that yeah my instagram's at n-o-u-h underscore w-t-s-o-n okay uh yeah but that's that's about it yeah because okay. this comes out this will be Friday. Friday, yeah. I got a I got a show happening Friday, but yeah, yeah it's probably, probably after probably, that. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, dude. Um, and then uh, this is a new thing I do, and it's just it's just a fuck around basically. I just uh, sure. uh, what what would you say the more of the story is? Either you can either say the more of the story for the the episode or the book itself. It's just a dumb like oh you know, the moral moral of the episode. Um, you know. Uh, Twilight Zone's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, Gene likes comic books with TNA. And uh, <laughs> Spider-Man's pretty cool. Hell That's yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would, I, I would say uh, the moral of the story for the comic book is if your friend is really pushing you to go on, on, on like a lake trip, maybe just go. You yeah, know? like yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah, because yeah. it could be fucking, head. and then shoot him in his head. Yeah, it mm-hmm. could because it could be could save your life. Who yeah. knows? You know, probably not, but yeah. also you know maybe get out there anymore. You know, cool. it's like staying in your room too long gets it gets a little annoying. You know, totally. it, gets, it gets it gets old. Uh, more of the episode. Uh, yeah, you can you can. I don't know. This is more like every episode, but you can like you can find you can find common ground and, and interesting conversation out of just about anything. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Dude. That's just podcasting, but sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, when you, when you gotta <laughs> sit down for an hour, you better find some shit in common, dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, I uh, dope. Um, well, thanks for coming on here, Noah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, thanks for listening and. Uh, yeah, don't be a frat boy. Yeah, that's sure. That's that's the other moral of the story. Don't Hell be a yeah. frat boy. Uh, add some substance, you know. So if any if aliens are watching you one day, you know maybe they'll they'll want you to live longer if you actually have some substance to you. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Upside.